0: Sin is a grave that haunts us long before we ever get to the cemetery. Did you hear me? Sin, sin is a grave that haunts us long before we ever get to the cemetery. Now, here's the good news. Jesus is the resurrection in life. He has come to give us resurrected life. And he came out of the grave. Did you hear me? Jesus came out of the grave. He showed us that he was all powerful. And then he said, you know, he said, I'm going to have to go away. And they were I'm sure they were sad. I mean, pastor, they'd been walking with him and talking with him. And even though he told them this was all going to happen, they didn't even hardly believe it when it did happen. I'm going to go away. But don't you worry. Don't you fear. Because I'm going to send a comforter going I ask my Father if He'll send a comforter back to you. I got up at, I I woke at 5 o'clock yesterday morning, and I went and made some coffee. Wasn't as good as Lacey's coffee, but I made some coffee, and uh, I began to go over what I had studied out. And I, I just redid it a little bit and did this and did that. And I'm sitting back there and the Lord begins to tell me that's not what he wants. And I said, but it's what I want. <laughs> and, and I said, Ann had already come and prayed and um, I was like, And he began to tell me what he wanted. It was a message that I had studied out at the very same time, um, a few weeks ago. So I began to really feel the Lord moving me in a different direction. (laughs) And I began to fleece him. You ever done that? Thank you, Kim's the only person in here that will admit it, that she has done that. And I don't normally do that. I said, Lord, I mean, if I'm really hearing from you, because, see, I really wanted to preach that other message. Maybe next month you'll let me come back and do it. (laughs) I really wanted to preach that. I said, Lord, if that really is you, just have someone to just lay their hand on me and pray for me. And I'd come up here to pray for other people. pastor says, come here. Not one person laid their hand on me, but several people laid their hand on me. And the Lord said, is that enough hands? <laughs> I said, I've got you. I, I hear you. So, <clears throat> man, I wish he would have got through to me yesterday morning so I could have went over this a little bit better. But anyway, I've only preached it once, so I just want to be obedient to him. And and, I, and my my sound people, they've they got all my scriptures ready forget them, we, and Clay, I want the piece of cake back after church too. <laughs> he told me yesterday if I'd give him a piece of that key lime bunt cake that I made, and dear Jesus, that was good, that he would really make me sound good, and I brought him a piece of cake, so if you make me sound good, you can still keep it, okay? But I want us to go to Joel, the second chapter, Verse 28. And it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out of my spirit, and I feel like God's spirit has been poured out this morning, that I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions, amen. Amen. I'll expound on that as you turn to Luke, the 24th chapter, and I would like to say I'm so, I was pleasantly surprised this morning to see my friends Joe and Barbara Lyle come walking through the door. I was so shocked to see them, and so happy. Glad to have you guys here this morning. Amen. Penny, that's all right. Go ahead and give them a hand. going to be speaking on pentecost sunday pentecost comes 50 days after the resurrection of easter or easter pentecost was celebrated 50 days after passover the festival of pentecost is still important to christians today why because it represents the beginning of the christian church And it reminds us how Jesus promised that God would send the Holy Ghost and how it would be fulfilled. So Luke, the 24th chapter and the 49th. Now, Joel was Old Testament. Now, Luke is New Testament. Luke 24 and 49. And behold, I send the promise of my father upon you. But tarry ye here in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power. Everybody say power from on high. Now, Clay is really wanting that cake because he's putting up the scriptures. <laughs> Acts, the second chapter, you will know this very well concerning Pentecost. Acts, the second chapter, verses one through four, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Everybody say, one. One. Their minds wasn't here, wasn't there, wasn't everywhere. It was right there. They came together for one reason. And suddenly, that means right now, there came a sound from heaven as the sound of the rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Now, let me tell you this. It said there came a sound. Whenever you find... Wherever you find Pentecostal people, you're normally going to hear a sound. (laughs) That's the truth. Verse 3, And there appeared unto them cloven tongues, like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all, not some, but they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with tongues, other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. Go down to verse 31. And when they had prayed, oh, how we need to pray today. And when they had prayed, the place was, everybody say, shaken. Shaken. When they had assembled, where they had assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they began to speak speak the word of God with boldness. Now go over to John the 14th chapter. Verses 16 through 18. And I will pray the Father. Jesus is talking. And he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you. How long? Forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him. How many here know him? For he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. And Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Go down to verse 26. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you. All things and bring all things in remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Now, the ultimate goal of Pentecost is to become spirit empowered witnesses. It's not for us to just hoop and holler and speak in tongues. That's not what the Holy Ghost is all about. He came to empower us. To become witnesses of Jesus Christ. The Holy Ghost has so many different functions. A leader, a teacher, a guide, a comforter. Acts 1 and 8. But you will receive power. Everybody say power. When the Holy Ghost come, has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. John the 16th chapter, verses 7 and 8. Jesus is speaking to us. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away... The comforter will not come unto you, but if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Jesus had a man ask him to come to his house and to pray for his young daughter. Jesus gets there and the daughter is not sick. She is dead. He prays and he commands her to rise. And whatever Jesus commanded to do, it happened. Breath came back into her, life came back into her, and she arose. And it's just like that song that they were leading us in this morning, the resurrection power. I want to tell you something. There is resurrection power in the name of Jesus. Amen. Then Jesus is walking down the road. And he comes across a funeral procession. (laughs) And he walks up to the dead boy. Can you imagine interrupting a funeral? They're walking and they're carrying this dead boy. He's not in a coffin. He's on like a cot and they're carrying him. Jesus walks up and says, hold up buddies. And he walks up to the dead boy and he commands him to rise. And guess what? He arose. Now I don't know what that would do for your faith, but it would really do something for mine. Amen. You, do you realize that Jesus is the resurrection? Hallelujah. He is the resurrection and he is the life. He brings life. Everywhere he went, Jesus didn't bring death. He brought life. Then he had his friend Lazarus to die. Oh, how he loved Lazarus. His sisters told Jesus they actually reprimanded him. Jesus, if you had only been here three days ago, (laughs) you know what Jesus could have said? I wish they would have wrote this in the Bible. Excuse me, death ain't no big thing to me. If you'd only been here three days ago, but death is no big deal to the Son of God. Why is that? Because he is the resurrection and the life. So Jesus walk, wakes, and of course he, he goes out to the graveyard, to the tomb, where Lazarus is. The Bible says that he stood there. And he called Lazarus. You know why he called him by name? Because if he'd have just said, "Come out of that tomb," boom, 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 all of them would have been coming out of the tomb. That's why we got to be specific in our prayer. Come out of there! I can see Lazarus hearing the voice of his friend. Of course, he's already wrapped up and bound up in grave. So I see him coming out like this. You know. And I see other people going, whoo, going on the fourth day. This is bad. But wherever Jesus went, he brought life. And if you have something in your life That you think is dead. You think your marriage is dead. I want to tell you something. Jesus can resurrect that marriage. I've seen him do it more times than one. Amen. He can put a love so hot and heavy in a person's heart toward that other person where it was just so dead. I I want to tell you a kind of a funny story. I think it was about, I don't know, 15 years ago. This pastor had taken a sabbatical, and he hadn't pastored in a couple of years. Then he wanted to get back into pastoral, and there was an overseer that uh, I talked to him about him, and he said, well, I feel good about it. I'll call him, and I'll offer him this church. The church was probably, I'm going to guess, a 1,000 miles from where him and his wife and three daughters were living. Now, i got to be truthful with you. The reason he had to take a sabbatical is because he had an affair on his wife. Do you see how mean the devil is? He gets people to do things that compromises and destroys lives. Not only the lives of his, his wife and three children, but that church was devastated. He was ashamed So a couple of years rocked on, and he wants to go pastor this church. So the overseer called him. They had had it all set up. He got nervous. He got real nervous about leaving his familiar territory and moving down here. And just the day before they were to leave, if the devil didn't talk him in, to going back and seeing this woman again his wife called me crying said he's he's left he's not coming we're not coming all is destroyed I said do you want me to come and it was about a five hour drive from where I lived to where they lived there's no need sister Kay it won't do any good I said, well, no, let's just, let's just, wait a minute. I said, I want to have prayer. I want to have prayer right now. And I began to pray. <laughs> and I, 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 I don't think I've ever prayed this prayer before, but I said, God, I want you to knock some sense into his head. And about that time, he slipped and fell and hit his head. He told his wife later on, it was about that time that that happened and I hung up the phone and about an hour later she called back and she said he came home she said he said I fell and I hit my head and it is as though all of my senses came back to me (laughs) and he said call sister K." and he hadn't done anything with this woman but he had just went to go see her and he said, "Call Sister K and see if it's if it's too late. Can we can we still come?" And and I hadn't called the overseer to tell anything, and because um, so, it's just not necessary. So anyway, they called me back, and I said, "Hey, it's still all systems go." And they they packed up and they moved, and they've been now back into pastoral for whatever it was, fifteen or twenty years ago. Hasn't skipped a beat, hasn't missed nothing. The churches grow where he's at. People love him. And I want to tell you something. The power of prayer is worth everything. I mean, you think you think I mean she thought her marriage was dead. She thought that their their move was dead. But look what God did. God straightened it out in just a moment's time. God can take your situation. I don't know what your situation is this morning, but God can take your situation that you're going through right now, and God can turn it around in a nanosecond. I mean He can do it so fast. And that wayward child of yours that's out there that's living like the devil, that's living like you have not even raised them. God can turn Them around, knock some sense into their head, amen, and bring them back to the family of God and let us love all over them. It ain't over, Lisa. It's not over. God's got a there's a lot of prodigals out there that God has been dealing with behind the scene, and you've just got to hang on to you, don't lose your faith. Don't lose your faith. Sometimes you've got to get down and you've got to pray until that intercessory spirit comes upon you and you begin to pray in an unknown tongue with intercession that you don't even know what you're saying, but God knows what you're saying. God has heard every prayer. Then Jesus wakes a little girl who had just died. He wakes that little boy Who was dead at the graveyard? Then he goes to the grave and he wakes up a corpse. It's already been dead four days. Why do I say that? I say to let you know Jesus Christ is the resurrection and the power. He hasn't lost his power, He has not lost one ounce of his power. He still is powerful today oh it may look like the devil is just running rampant and he is throughout the world and and it looks like evil is good and good is evil it's just all kinds of crazy things I mean we never dreamed that that we'd be you know around somebody that would actually say I am not a female I am not a mother I am a birthing person hello come on give me a break Crazy things going on today. When God creates you, he makes you either a male or a female, nothing in between. Can I hear an amen? So Jesus can do all of these miracles, and that's why he sent the Holy Ghost back to us. To endure us with power to be able to do things. Now, on the flip side of what the Lord does, sin is a grave where lives are broken. Sin's a grave where minds are bound, where bodies are addicted, where hearts are broken. Sin is where families are devastated, where souls are enslaved, where joy is robbed, where hope is stolen, where potential is wasted, where futures are destroyed, and sin is where eternities are lost. Sin. Sin is a grave that haunts us long before we ever get to the cemetery. Did you hear me? Sin Sin is a grave that haunts us long before we ever get to the cemetery. Now, here's the good news. Jesus is the resurrection and life. He has come to give us resurrected life. And he came out of the grave. Did you hear me? Jesus came out of the grave. He showed us that he was all powerful. And then he said, you know, he said, I'm going to have to go away. And they were I'm sure they were sad. I mean, pastor, they'd been walking with him and talking with him. And even though he told them this was all going to happen, they didn't even hardly believe it when it did happen. I'm going to go away. But don't you worry. Don't you fear. Because I'm going to send a comforter. I'm going to ask my father if he'll send a comforter back to you. And he is going to comfort you. A little girl came home from church. Her mama was sick, so the little girl went to church by herself and came back home. And the mother said, how was church? Oh, it was good. Said, uh, your blanket will be here any day now. She said, What? So she talked to the pastor. She said, I'm confused. My daughter asked her about church, and she said that my blanket would be here any day. What did you preach about? He said, I preached that the comforter would come. (laughs) 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 Well, it's a different kind of comforter. How many here have ever been comforted by the comforter? Oh, my goodness. There was a lot of that going on in the room today. It doesn't matter if you're on your way to the grave or if you've been bound with grave clothes or you're lying in your bed dead. If Jesus walked out of the grave, you can walk out of the grave too. Amen. If Jesus broke the chains of sins for others, guess what? He will break the chains of sin for you. But Sister Kay, you just don't know what I've done. I don't have to know what you've done. I don't need to know what you've done. All you've got to do is come with a broken and a contrite spirit before God and repent and just change your ways. And he will receive you. Amen. I want to close with Romans the 8th chapter, the 11th verse. But if the spirit of him that raised up Christ from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. You see, the Holy Ghost was there when Jesus was raised from the dead, and he will be there when the trumpet sounds and we are raised from the dead. Amen? Jesus. Oh, Geneva, I've got 15 minutes. She told me before church started, if I go past 12 o'clock, I'm going to start jingling my keys. <laughs> Sweet Geneva said that. Can you believe it? <laughs> well, guess what? You're going to, I'm going to be done long before that. Derek? aren't you thankful for the comforter and can't we really be thankful we can really be thankful to God the Father who raised Jesus from the dead brought him out of that tomb (laughs) brought him out of that tomb and showed himself to mortal men. There's always going to be a, a doubting Thomas. Well, now, Jesus, if it's really you, let me feel the nail prints in your hand. and Let me feel where they stabbed you in the side of that sword. Jesus is saying to us today, you don't need that, phys- that physical feeling of my hands. You have felt my spirit. You have felt my spirit this morning. And oh my goodness. God did a lot of things before the message. I'd like for you to stand with me. And if you are one of those who. Was feeling that burning inside like I was feeling it inside. That you need to come and just pray. It doesn't mean that you're not saved. It doesn't mean that you're backslidden. It's just you saying, God, here I am. And I need the fellowships of my brothers and sisters. I need you to just love on me this morning, God. And I want there's a burden that I want, I want to bring to you, Lord. I want to bring it to you. But you sat back there and, and you, and you never came forth. Well, guess what? God's given you a second chance this morning. Amen. God has given you that second chance. If you just step out of your pew, there's no telling what God will do for you. Amen. I'd like for you to just bow your head. Father, I thank you that you are omnipotent and that you're all powerful. God, what you have done for me in my life, you will do for others too. Father, I pray that you would meet the needs of the people I know that you're dealing with people I know that you are wooing them with your spirit God I pray that you would give them give them the courage to just come forth Lord to just come and say Lord here I am I need you I want you. I bring my burdens to you, Lord. Thanks for listening to the St. Mary's Church Podcast. If you made a decision to follow Jesus today or have more questions about following Jesus, we have pastors who want to talk with you. Connect with us at stmaryschurch.net or through social media on Facebook or Instagram. We can't wait to hear what Jesus is doing in you.